What's up, guys? Back on Truth and Love Podcast with Maverick and Elena. Let's go. What's up? Hey, how we doing, guys? Doing good. Doing great. Elena, you got a game? I do have a game. Let's go. You okay. got your game show host outfit on right now. <laughs> I do. Okay, so I thought it'd be fun to, since David and I are just true millennials and you're a true Gen Z, I thought it'd be fun to show you some of our like millennial celebrity people when we were young and... Then you show us and see if we know who, who they are. <laughs> like, see if, like, I recognize yours. And, let's do it. Yeah. So you have two. I've got three. You have... F- I have four. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, let's make a prediction right now. If y'all don't know mine, I'm going to be so disappointed. I don't think he's going to know if you either know of mine. mine. I, I'm I'm pretty confident I'm not going to know any of y'all. I'm pretty sure I'm not no. going to know. Uh, no. I'm going to be so disappointed uh, in you guys I don't if y'all think don't I know, will know these. Well, we're going to have to talk about clarifying what t- is actually famous or Gen Z famous. Right. But I think he's going to get two... How many viewers do you think he's going to get? I don't think he's going to get either. Maybe one of them, but I don't think. I think he's going to get two of mine. Okay. But I could be wrong. Let's go. Specifically one of them. If y'all don't get one of mine, I'm going to be so sad. Do you want to go all at a time or like all of ours and then your turn? Let's Uh, go back back and forth. forth. Okay. All right. You go. Okay. Here's my first one. I'm going to start it out so easy. Okay. They're iconic. Okay. Iconic. They're iconic? Uh, In sync. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. I'm glad you know who they are. Uh, yeah, you know, the reason why he knows who they are is Timberlake. Yeah, he's back. You know, they're coming back out. Well, and like, well, and yeah. he's on there, right? And the other guy Andrew that's Preston, crazy. Yeah. The, uh, the other guy that went off crazy. He's 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 loco. I don't even loco. know. Loco. All right, your turn. He had his own show after or something. Oh. Okay, go um, ahead. Your turn. All right, all right. Okay, we're going to start it off easy. We'll start off easy. Okay. Here we go. Oh, oh Post Malone. Post Malone. Okay, good. Yeah, good. of course. Okay. He's kind of millennial. How old is he's he? He's older. He's like, he's 30. Yeah, so. Yeah. But he didn't get man. really started till he was like 25. Yeah. Okay. You're next, David. Okay. I think. Oh, I think. Right. Maybe not. Ready? Maybe he was like 20. 32? What? <laughs> nope. No oh. idea. Oh, oh yeah. Magic That's a tough Johnson. one, I feel like. But, uh, Magic Johnson. Have you heard that name? Uh, yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, uh, Magic tons. Johnson. Yeah. He, he's older. I will give you that. Like, yeah. he's even before Jordan. Yeah, I agree. Okay. This one I don't think you're going to get. Oh, please. But she's iconic. No way. Oh, man. She looks so familiar. (laughs) No shot. No, I don't Not a chance. Okay. Her name's Topanga from Boy Meets World. She was... Oh, man. Corey and Topanga. She helped raise us. You know? Oh, you know what I forgot? We should have done Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been... All right. Okay, you're... Oh, you're up. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It's going to get... A little harder. Okay. All right. Here you go. Oh man, not come a chance. Come on, guys. No, come on. Not come a on, chance. please, please, please. It looks like the guy um, from Boy Meets World. No. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know who that is. <laughs> who is it? Uh, David Dobrik. David Dobrik. What, what does, does he, he do? do? <laughs> hey, I mean, what does are we he crazy? Do? I mean, How do I know that? I know the name. Yeah, I've heard I mean, it. he's a content creator, but he's like huge. Like he's. He he started doing like four minute YouTube videos and he he made them like super popular. Oh, good for him. He's like, okay, you're up. <laughs> Elena's done. Good for him. Okay, oh, yeah. No. Okay, all right, ready. Uh, Kramer. Oh, I don't know his name though. Got it. I don't Dang. know his name. How did you get that? Uh, I've watched that show a lot. Oh, okay. Man, yeah, it's on TV. I, I like or something. I love. I'm glad Fold. we're passing that on to the next generation. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> my parents always say me and my brother are Jerry and Kramer. Oh yeah. yeah. Which one are you? I'm Jerry. Okay. My brother's yeah. That is you're giving funny. off main character right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. You're up. Uh, I'm up. Okay. Let's go. Uh, all right. This one, I feel like y'all just there's y'all ain't getting this one. Okay. There's let's see. No it. way. Oh, 
Oh, I Jack Harlow. Oh, I know all about Jack Harlow. Okay, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> who is that? Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlow. He's Are just like artist? a. He's like a, a newer rapper, kind of. See, I know the musicians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Okay. All right. Was that your last one? Or you no, I got one okay. more. All right. Ready? You think he's getting this one? No. Usher. Oh, oh let's go. man. Let's go. We're making it too easy for Here him. We are making it too easy. And y'all. Can you name I, an Usher song? What's his most popular uh, song? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's called Yeah. Um, the club and the homies. Trying to get a little. I wish I yeah. could get that brain space back. But um, I know every word. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Okay, this is my last one. Okay, and this one is super popular. What's okay. the score Let's right now? Like if y'all think, don't know this, Maverick's right. doing really well. Oh, oh, PewDiePie. Yes, yes. How do you? Let's what, go. What does he do? Uh, he's like the big one of the biggest YouTube. He's over 100 million subscribers. Like he's oh, like, okay. He's been like on YouTube for like 10, 15 yeah, years. That's like, how... Since it started. Got, gotcha. And so he's just like, everyone has watched his content at some point in their life. Yeah. If you've watched it, if you've been on YouTube. I feel like yeah. I know him because of the Dude Perfect guys. Oh, okay. They um, do some stuff with him? No, I just feel like they, they've, they're like around and at some yeah. point one of them referenced him. Okay, gotcha. Of gotcha. like wanting to catch, wanting a video to do something as well. Anyway, okay. I shouldn't speak out of turn. But anyways, yeah. I know who that is. He is, isn't he a gamer or something? He's done everything. He switched his content four or five times. And he's like the only one that's like been able to reinvent himself. I think like four times. He's switched his content completely and done other stuff. Um, and Vince is super successful. Well, I um, feel like Maverick won the game. Oh, we for sure did. <laughs> it was like three to, no. No, we got three. I, I think y'all got three. We got three. Yeah, yeah y'all got three. he got three. Okay, Ty. Okay, let's go. Well, we did three to five and three to four. Anyways, all right, Anyways, let's move on, Listen, people. so here's, well, part of that is we're talking about today. Well, these are like young celebrities. Before we get into it, I want to okay. tell, I, I got to tell y'all what happened this week. Okay. Okay. So my friend calls me and he's like, hey, there's this girl. You and her are really alike. She's homeschooled. Um, she's a Christian. I think you guys would really hit it off. And, he's, and he sends me her Instagram and I, I'm like, okay, yeah, like she's cute. Like she's a Christian. Do you, you know, know the friend? Is the yeah, friend a I good know. friend? Yeah, he's a good friend. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, bro. Like I'll, I'll give it a shot. And he's like, do it like you won't regret it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, she <laughs> I'm looks scared. a little, she looks a little young going. though. And he's like, yeah, she she's a little young, but you guys, you guys will have fun. And I'm like, okay, sweet, no harm here. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask her out on a date, pretty much a blind date. We'll see how it goes. So I I, I <laughs> DM her and I'm like, okay, do you care if we like get on the phone real quick? I'd love to chat with you. And she's like, yeah, get on the. Uh, I'd love to to jump on a call. So we we're talking on the phone. And I'm like, hey would you want to go out on a date? She says, yes. I'm like, great. At the same time, I have her on speaker. I'm looking at her Instagram and it says, Miss Teen. She was a teen. Um, Performers, whatever, pageant yeah. person. And yeah. I'm like, teen? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, teen? <laughs> wait. Which could have been in the past, right? Could have been in the past. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, teen, teen, teen. Wait a second, teen? <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, <laughs> real quick, before I further this conversation, how old are you? And she goes, I'm 16. And no. I was like. And how old are you, Maverick? I'm, I'm 23. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm so I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. But I, I have to retract 
that the date. That's so sad. Um, well, I'm it's so, so I mean, sad and also it's, it's so very appropriate. Appropriate oh, and uh, <laughs> not doing not doing so would have been illegal. Yeah, so. that's true. I was like, I'm so so sorry. Um, Your friend had to have been playing a prank on so you. So I, I, I immediately call him. I'm like, I'd be you so mad. have some explaining to do. He goes, I told you she was young. I was like, you didn't say illegal. <laughs> like, you could have threw that in there. That'd be oh a good gosh. thing to let me know. That's oh a bad gosh. friend, bro. Bro, I was like, what? He's like, I thought I told you she was 16. I was like, no, you just said she was young. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's young, but he's like, she'll be seventeen in a couple months, and then oh she'll be eighteen gosh. in a year. I'm like, you're crazy. You're actually crazy. We were one step That's away no. from Maverick calling from jail, being like, guys, <laughs> I was just going out to get ice cream. <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, that, uh, are you sure he wasn't pranking you? That's a great. He didn't like prank. If so, <laughs> but that's a, no. That's, wrong. That, that's not funny, David. That's not a no, funny prank. No. Um. But that relates to what we're talking about today, which is should you get married young? Not sixteen. Mm, that's too young. Probably that's for sure too young. <laughs> but should Maverick get married young? Is the question. <sighs> or, Am I even still considered like young to get married? Twenty three. Yeah, I, I think like, so. No, I think for like sure. What. 25 under. He's young. It feels kind of young to me. I mean, it's all relative, right? It's all relative. Because, yeah. like, biblical times, people got married. Well, Did like you know people would get married at, like, 13? It's wild. Like, That's but they up. also didn't date. No, they didn't date. But Christians, actually, it's fascinating. Christians raised the marrying age of men and women in a way that's amazing. Like, in other yeah. words, the introductory, it's not what we're talking about, but the introduction <laughs> of Christianity took when people would convert they would get married older because you'd have like little teenage uh kids that were betrothed by their parents and christians introduced the autonomy and and the ability for somebody to decide no i actually want to marry that person and get married but anyways uh so is 23 young it wouldn't have been for like our great grandparents right. that young yeah but uh today the average age of marriage is 30 and 29 wow which is pretty nuts According what to like girls is twenty nine and guys thirty? Girls is twenty nine. I think it's even edging up. Woo. Like I think that's I think that's dated. It continues to yeah. move up and up and up. Um, yeah, and I heard a thing that it was like in America, most people spend more time single in their life than married. That's wild. I believe it though. It's crazy. Yeah. So what's further interesting is how that new life stage is so new. Like the young yeah. adult life stage, um, people don't always realize this, but we talked about it a ton at the porch. Like, it's mm-hmm. not that that, um, so the porch is young adult ministry that we were a part of for many, many years and is a few thousand 20 somethings on Tuesday nights. Amazing ministry. If you're in town, you should go check it out. But that life stage is a relatively new thing. In other words, 30 years ago, there weren't young adult ministries that were on the scene because right. you didn't need them. You would get graduate from college and then you get married. The average age of marriage in 1980 was 22 and 23. And then start a family right after, and you right? start a family. Yeah. So you need newlywed ministries. Right. You don't need a young or adult like ministry. like family ministry. Right. Yeah. Because there weren't people young People were meeting adults. each other already. Yeah. People were getting married and moving on. And today, for better or for worse, young adult ministries are important because of that reason. So is mm-hmm. it good to get married? I'm going to give my hot take. I think, I think um, if you love Jesus, they love Jesus, you're in a good spot. Like, Personally, emotionally, not necessarily financially, mm-hmm. you should get married. Mm. Pull the trigger, he bro. Just gave a, <laughs> he, he gave the punchline up front. Yeah, I mean, that's my take. I think yeah. that Proverbs 18 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. 
And so I'm, man, I'm all about marriage. I, I got married 25. I wish I, I wish I was born married. Okay. I'm saying <laughs> I'm on record right now that I think it's like the most amazing thing. It's hard, has challenges. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly reasons why you should not get married yeah. young, but um, that's, the that's thing. my bent. There's definitely some pros and cons. And, but really like you're saying, if all things, if all things check out, right? Like there's, there's reasons why you got to check out the certain boxes first before yeah. you just hop in and get married. You can't get married young with a bunch of baggage and other things you haven't worked through. For sure, and totally. Not, yeah, then that's gonna, we're going to get into some issues there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But to be clear, I'm giving my opinion. I mean, the Apostle yeah. Paul was like, I wish nobody got married. I yeah. wish everyone would be single <laughs> yeah. and just focus on spreading the gospel, people like me. And yet he said there's a gift of singleness yeah. that some people have. And then yeah. for others, they burn with passion. And typically, I feel like you kind of know. If you're like, yeah, I burn. Yeah, you know? I burn. <laughs> put me in the burn category. Do you think that also had to do with with him saying that at the time too? Like Christianity was needing spread everywhere. Yeah, not not that it's not today. Yeah, but like it's touched a, almost all the globe today. There's still a lot of in Africa it hasn't touched. Sure, sure. Um, in places, but at that time it was exploding. It needed people to really spread the gospel, and they had to leave their families. There was no, you couldn't Facetime your your wife. Yeah, and say, yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm in or Africa hop on right a, now. Or I'm hop okay. on a plane, you know? Right. You There's would no have to plane. leave your kids, leave your family, yeah. and, and travel. Yeah, um, that's probably something related to it. Yeah, so I feel like everyone but being I, single may, may not be as applicable today. No? Well, I just think no. it's, again, Paul's opinion. Because in that passage, he said something. He does it a couple times, and it's always funny to see where he's like, hey, I'm speaking for me, not the Lord. I, not the Lord, give this instruction. And he's basically saying, I wish everyone were like me and that they were all single. But, you know, everybody has their own <laughs> gift. And yeah. so I almost feel like he's so laser focused. It wouldn't shock me if today he would say the same thing. But okay. I think it's an interesting point to have, like, you're right. At that time, it would have been very costly mm-hmm. um, to be a full-time missionary if you had a family and you had kids. And, and there was a deep need for missionaries at that point. And a deep need, yeah. So, again, I, not the Lord... David's opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan, man. I think younger, if you're in a place where you love Jesus, you know they love Jesus, that um, you get married. And there's some benefits that I think. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the pros. Yeah, you get a tax benefit. Let's get like, into it. <laughs> so Save some money. Someone does your laundry. Whoa, 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 Washed and hung back oh up. That's all gosh. I have. I'll do the dishes. I'll wow, do everything else. This podcast is about to take a turn. I'll I'm do everything else. I just want the magic floor. The magic floor. I hate floor. laundry. I, I don't think you're going to get a magic floor. I think, <laughs> I think if anything, you're going to get the opposite. And no. God is going to use it to sanctify and to grow you. And you're going to be a great My um, brother doesn't laundress. have a magic floor, but he has a magic hamper. And I'm very jealous. Like it just, <laughs> Oh, like it goes up from the floor to the hamper? No, he's well, saying no, it, that he, he just has to put it in the hamper, hamper and it gets clean. And it just gets washed and hung back up. He's, he never, saying, oh, wow. he's saying he's his <laughs> wife, and that's what Maverick wants to get married. Okay, listen. He was telling me about it. I was like, that that's amazing. Oh, that's that's so gosh. that's so cool. If she enjoys doing that, that's awesome for her. There's things that, you know, I'm sure women would enjoy and they don't mind doing. And there's some things they probably, you know, depend it all depends on who your wife is. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> listen, your wife may not want to do your laundry. You might end up doing her laundry. How do you feel about that? Mm. I don't think that would work out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm done. I'm, oh I'm done. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, marriage is like one big sacrifice. I will say that. For it's sure. like, it's a, uh, it's a sacrifice. Um, it's a submission competition. There you go. That's you're, beautiful, David. Thank you. Uh, you're like continually submitting to one another and, and there's like the dying to self. And it also is an amazing gift. You're going through life, you're building a family, yeah. you're building life and, uh, weren't we talking about reasons to? Yeah, yeah listen, so- that is a good pro. Is like you, if you get married young, you end up growing with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go through so many different stages of life with them. Like you go from, you know, you get married, that's even before you have kids. You know, you get to live your whole life with them, basically. Yeah. yeah. Versus if you get married older, mm-hmm. you've lived a ton of life before them. Yeah. And you kind of grew up, not alone, but, you know, without a partner like that. Yeah. And it's just different, you know? It's it, it's nice to kind of grow together with someone. For sure. It can be. I mean, the biggest thing, we could talk more about reasons not to, but the number one reason to not get married young is if you're not a believer or they're not a believer. Like, that that's a bad. If you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, just they're saying get married young. No. Uh, we're saying if you love Jesus, they love Jesus, you're at a place where the two of you would be stronger together for the sake of Christ. And, um uh, Man, that's a. It, there's a lot of pros to getting married young, but getting married young to the wrong person is not something. Yeah. There's not a pro. So let's say I walk out these doors right now, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go interview a bunch of ladies. All right. <laughs> what What should I uh, be looking for in the way that you're saying if they love Jesus? How yeah. do I know that yeah. they love Jesus? Oh. Yeah. I think that you're gonna see it in the actions that they take. Like they're. How do you know you love anything? Like if I really. So loved- if they just have a Bible verse in their bio, that's not. No. That doesn't mean okay. There's a lot of people out there with bio verses or Bible Dang. verses in their bio. You know that like uh it, it's it's basically like hey, having a having a Bible verse on their coffee mug, that doesn't really tell you anything, right? You know? But I think you're going to see it in their actions. To go back to the how do you know if you love anything? Like, do you like sports? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Watch Cowboys. The games. Yeah, watch the games. Like what's your team? I like the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys are doing well. Not yesterday. Uh, yeah, I know yesterday, yesterday was hard. Was <laughs> yesterday was rough. Yesterday they played the Bills. And the good. Bills are not good and they lost. Yeah. Anyways. News to me. How do you, yeah. <laughs> it was a sad, sad game. Yeah. Do you even know where the Bills are? Um, The Bills. What state? It's football. Um, yeah. I'll throw something out there. Like Nebraska. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're Buffalo, close. Buffalo Very Bills. Very close. Buffalo Bills. Okay, let's go like Idaho. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Okay, I thought you meant like the animal buffalo, oh. like they live in. <laughs> okay, this is absurd. All right, um, how do you know if you love the Cowboys? If somebody really loved them, you you would know it because you'd be like, oh, they financially make sacrifices because they're buying tickets to go to the games. Yeah. They're buying swag. They follow. They they give up time in order to follow things. You just can see it in their actions. Yeah. And so how do you know if somebody loves anything, you see it and what they were willing to sacrifice. You see it, how it's a priority in their life and, and what they talk about, like they're mentioning it. And so I think if you want to know, does she love Jesus or he love Jesus, you're going to see it. And he's, he's sending texts like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't, I've got a commitment to church that day, or yeah. I'm sorry. I'm serving in blank. Ministry. So find a guy that blows you off for Jesus. No, <laughs> I'm just saying you're going to see it in that they have, it. it's built in their schedule. They talk about it. They're yeah. like bringing up, man, I feel like the Lord is really teaching me this. Just like, you know, anything, you're going to see glimpses of it and just hearing them say, taking them at their word, oh, I really love um, Jesus. It's kind of like taking the person that says, oh, I really love the Cowboys. You really don't know 
And so you're able to see how it really impacts their life. Yeah. So that'd be what I would look for as it relates to the girls that you're interviewing through. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Helena, Helena is so tipped I mean, at you for I'm even using close. that word. I'm speaking. I don't know. Interviewing. Where to start. Dating is kind of interviewing. Though. Yeah, I don't know what, yeah, but what other word I would use. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like when I talk, like, it's honestly like a three or four minute interview. And it, and then that tells you if they get a second interview. I mean, he, and then he's using it in what? a way that offends you, but. Uh, I'm not it, offended. I'm just kind of you confused. You seem a little heated. I'm confused. What do you mean? Dating is kind of interviewing. Yeah, but. Like if I walk up and I'm like. You're saying three to four minutes. That's not a date. No, not a date. I'm just saying if I see a girl and I think she's pretty and I walk okay. up and I'm You're like, like just chatting. And I'm like, her. hey, okay. where mm-hmm. do you go to church? And she's like, I don't. Interview's over. Like, where uh, do you, gotcha. you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're prospecting. I get that. Like, I've been in that. I've been in your shoes before. You scan the room. You go have little combos. Like, yeah, you're always kind of when you're single. I mean, I think you're kind of scanning, right? Trying to see. I mean, I don't feel like I'm like constantly looking, but I definitely notice. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm going to church like. I'm going to talk to yeah, every girl on, on in the here before I leave. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to notify okay. security about my <laughs> Let's get back on topic. So we got pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so a lot of the pros are like uh, you get to grow together and like right. pros of, of getting married young and getting married early. You get to um, you get to start a family sooner. I mean, let me say something that is uh, I want to be very careful in how I say God has created a season for men and women in the context of marriage to have children that doesn't last for forever. Yeah. And so the longer that you wait and the older that you get, the shorter that window gets. I mean, just Mm -hmm. very practically speaking, I don't know if that's offensive to women, um, but like your biological clock is a real thing and Mm -hmm. the chance to have children. And if the great commission, the first great commission is in Genesis, the uh, be fruitful and multiply that you're limiting your window to do that and to have a family. And so I think that's, yeah. that is a miss. Um, you miss out. I mean, very practically speaking, dude, having kids is a young man's game. Like, like, yeah. like middle of the night getting up and it's not something, there's a reason God didn't it's have. It's really hard. Yeah. Like in your fifties. And toddler. you don't know how hard it is until you're there. So that's yeah. the hard part. You're like, Oh, it's fine. Everyone does it. Like that's kind of the, you know, that's totally. the vibe. Like I remember being like, Oh yeah, everyone has kids. It's going to be fine. Yes. Everyone gives birth, everyone, you know, and it's a lot harder than you think it is. Yeah. And being young is an advantage. Totally. Right? A hundred percent versus like doing it 10. Can you imagine 10 years from now being up in the middle of the night or, yeah. you know, doing changing diapers and all that stuff? It's totally doable. But mm-hmm. point being, you have the benefit of that strength. What? Well, you're calling it a pro, but then y'all talking about like, oh yeah, you got to get up in the middle of the night and <laughs> no, listen, do all this stuff. But it's a real pro. Yeah. Having kids is seriously like, this is the other thing. I wasn't like a big, I was like excited to get married when I was younger and I like looked forward to that. And I want, I knew I wanted to have kids, but I wasn't like, oh, okay. like that's the thing I'm waiting yeah. on. And it, in hindsight, it's so much better than I ever thought it was ever going to be. And you can't ever understand it until yeah. you have kids. And then you're like, now I get why everyone has kids because it brings you so much joy. It's so much like happiness and it's very hard. There's so many hard things about it, but it's hard to explain. Like you can, people yeah. who don't have kids aren't even going to believe me right now. They're going to totally. be like, okay, whatever. And I was you, like I get it. So that's another yeah. pro is like you have more time. So you got have more options of like mm-hmm. how many, well, that's, that's kind of hard because also God's in all of that too. And it, there's many factors to it, but it gives you a, win- a bigger window. Totally. And more opportunity yeah 100 yeah. yeah. 
And yeah, I mean, kids are uh, both exhausting, but they are the great. When the Bible says children are a blessing from the Lord, yeah. once you have kids, you're like, man, that is profoundly yeah. true. Like the intensity of joy you feel mm-hmm. is like 10x. Mm-hmm. That's why you need. You're to not going to believe that's Maverick. I'm yeah. not kid, I don't, it's not that I don't like kids. I, I, I kids are fine, but like kids are. I just fine. don't really like. I don't really like. I don't really like babies. Like if I could spawn it in at like four, <laughs> oh just spawn gosh. it in. Oh, that that'd be perfect. Oh my gosh, wow! No. I uh, wow. No, okay. you're gonna love the baby stage. I probably we just will gotta when find it's the mine. right girl, the yeah. right godly woman right. out there. So if you yeah, will email <laughs> interested at truthandlove.com. Uh, I, so I think po- pros, again, all this is if they love Jesus, your followers, yeah. Christ, your values sure. align, et cetera. Um, it, it's a terrible idea to get married if that's not the case. Real yeah. quick though, touch on like, there's some like people listening right now that are maybe not able to have kids. Yeah. You know, and it's like, um, that's a uh, the first great commission from the Lord like you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. So like, how does someone like that fulfill um, the Great Commission? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the same question could be asked to somebody who desires to be married, but mm-hmm. they're single. Yeah. And how do they be a part of that? I think uh, I'll speak to the women first and most specifically. Uh, if that is where you're at and that is part of your story, God creates Adam and Eve, and it says that God named her Eve because she was the mother of all living. At that time, there was no children that Eve was called the mother of all living when there was no babies. She had not had any children. So there's a maternal quality that is woven into God's design for women. Whether or not they have children, they can play a maternal role. That can be in the role of their family, like their their siblings, their nieces, their nephews. That can be in the role of the church, that there's so many children that are around that need discipling. That can be in the role of, of teenagers that they disciple or other women that they disciple or younger women that they disciple. They play a maternal and an important role that they get to play inside of the church. To the infertility question, sadly, that is a part of some people's stories. And just like any other painful or broken or tragic thing, we don't fully understand exactly what God is up to in that moment, but they can play a role in a similar way in discipling. There's also the opportunity to adopt. Like I, it sounds almost harsh, Yeah. but I almost sometimes have wondered, man, God doesn't allow someone to have a child. And out of that, for whatever reason, and they end up adopting a child. And when you, when you think of it in those terms, you're like, man, God, God loved the child or the children they would adopt so much that he allowed the parents to go through this really painful thing that he never desired from creation as a result of sin, which is infertility. And out of that pain, that child now has a mother and a father who love him and care about him. There's more children waiting to be uh, adopted, or I'm sorry, there are uh, tons of children that are waiting to be adopted right now. And if they're in a season of infertility, maybe God would have them wrestle through or consider adopting and welcoming people into the home. Do you guys know that Christianity essentially invented infant adoption. <laughs> what? No, but I love how <laughs> you know so many like random facts like that. Yeah, like you, in, what? What do you mean? Like I feel like if like there was an infant that the parents died, like people would just adopt it. You're telling me they just leave it out there to fend for itself? Literally, they would what? leave. No, it, you're not. A thousand percent. It's called exposure. Like in the Roman world where Christianity was born or birthed, there was a practice called infant exposure, which means, what? hey, you would just leave the baby by the side of the road. This is pre-Christianity. That especially women, 
there was uh there was a significant there was 140 men to every 100 women because of selective infant exposure. We have writings of Roman soldiers writing to their wives saying, "Hey, if the baby's delivered before our return, if it is a boy, keep it. If it is a girl, expose it." Because people little girls had less value than little boys in that culture. Christians don't believe that. So then the church starts and Christians come and they begin to pick up those little babies that had been thrown out literally with the trash and they adopted them and brought them into their home. Prior to that, the adoption was only something you did with adults. With adults? With adults. Because it was for the purpose of passing your inheritance or passing on your estate to someone that you wanted to select. Basically, uh, eight out of the first 10 Roman empires were all adopted. They weren't, Nero wasn't the son of... Uh, another got emperor. you, got that you. Basically, the emperor would be like, "Man, my kids are messed up, so I got to pick somebody to adopt to inherit wow. this." And Augustus would go, uh, "I'm going to pick you." And Tiberius was now the new emperor That's that they would crazy. select. And the same would happen out in just public that people would go, "Man, I can't pass this estate on," but my cousin is pretty. He seems pretty successful, so I'm going to adopt him, and now he becomes the heir. So prior to that, that's primarily how adoption functioned. And then Christians show up. And now today, we only really think of adoption synonymous with taking little kids or little babies. Yeah. Nobody yeah. thinks of it like, you know, Maverick. I don't even think you can. <laughs> can, adopt can you a adopt a person? 20-year-old person? I think you technically can. Like legally. That's I don't think crazy. it's very common practice. But like I think you technically okay. could change your name or change them legally as a part of the family. Um, but yeah, I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> Oh, infertility and, and all yeah. that. So maybe, man, God is having you in that legacy of continuing. And um, would God open every womb of any woman listening right now that wants to have children and allow that to happen? And if that is where you're at, there's so many stories in the Bible that um, are women pleading with God to allow me to conceive. And the one thing all of those stories have in common is every one of them involves God was at work, like he was doing something behind the scenes. Yeah. Hey, we really didn't go too deep into the cons. The cons of marriage? Yeah. No, the cons of getting married young. Oh, getting married young. I mean, so here, here's one that I think of. Yeah? Is that I think sometimes okay, – so, okay, so let's just say you're a girl and you just really crave relationship because maybe you come from like a broken family or – I don't know. You just, you really want a person. Maybe you don't have any other siblings or something. And like, you've just kind of lived your life alone. You're like, I just want to get married. So I have a person who is like my person who's always with me. And it comes from a place of just like, maybe like insecurity or wanting someone else to validate you or, or fill be like, a hole yeah, or... fill yeah. some kind of hole you have. Like, that's a bad idea because yeah, marriage like dog, is not designed. Like a pet. To, <laughs> I just want somebody to take with me places and just be there. Yeah, it's okay. not going to marry for the sake of having a pet. Well, because marriage is not going to fill that void totally, that you're yeah. looking for, and I think that's a common misconception when you are single. Of like, when you get married, you're going to feel so much better. You're yeah. going to feel complete. You're going to feel all these things, and that's just not the case. Like, we're not that person isn't for, there for you to consume. Like, it's yeah. an equal partnership and a marriage and there's two individuals and so if you go in just wanting to take from it mm -hmm. 
that's going to really end in a poor place. Totally. You know, and yeah. you're going to have a really hard wake up call when you realize like marriage is a lot more giving than it is taking and a lot more giving than it is receiving. It is equal. It's both. And like, totally. but you do, you, you really can't come in with a consumer mindset. Yeah. Totally. I know a lot of people that I've heard, um, that I've talked to about getting married young would say, oh, well, getting married young, like your brain's not even fully developed till you're like 25. Like you don't know what you want. You're still trying to figure out life. Like getting married young is dangerous and it just doesn't work out and things like that. Yeah. I mean, first, the science on like is the amygdala fully developed, I, I feel like is a little unclear. And everything that I've heard is that it's by 23, 23 or 22 and some variation in women and men. The flip's counter argument, let's say it is 28. Okay. Let's say it's 35. Okay. Then uh, getting married at 24 would be awesome because your amygdala fully is forming with that other person. Like that would be a great thing. That you're actually nice. your brain is literally being woven, fully formed as you're in the process of being connected to this other person. That further is going to solidify and strengthen the relationship. Again, that's I don't think that's the case, but I don't think it's a reason to not get married. Um, I think to your point though. A reason to not get married young would be if you're going in to fix your loneliness. Right. Um, because marriage marriage will change your singleness. Marriage will not fix your loneliness. Mm -hmm. Like marriage addresses your singleness. It doesn't address loneliness because loneliness is an issue of the heart and of the soul. And you can certainly be – there's a lot of people lonely in marriage yeah. um, because of the way that they went about and who they ended up married to and – and um, and so that's an issue that really God alone can heal and can work in. I don't know that there are a ton of cons. Um, and again, we're not saying that everyone needs to get married at 23 or that you're in sin or any of that. We're just setting right. and painting the picture for like, man, there's a lot of pros that come with getting married young. And maybe God has not put that on your heart and you don't want to get married right now. And, and it's good news is there's freedom in Christ. And um and you can There's spend... pros to being single, okay, here, too. There's here's pros. Another Paul one. loved it. People could be like, oh, well, if I get married young when I'm, like, 20, I'm going to be a totally different person by the time I'm 30. Like, I'm going to like totally different things. I'm going to have different hobbies. I want to just, like, have fun and travel and just meet. Yeah. Like, see, I want to see all my options. I want to survey not just the United States. What if my spouse is not here? I need to go survey Europe. I need to check France. I need to check Italy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really, like, I think people are like, I need to go here. see who's out there. I need to go fish around a little bit. Yeah, that person's delusional. <laughs> They're not going to know, but unless they speak French, Italian, and all those languages. Uh, and the uh, ability, uh, we did the math one time, and it was like, if you were to... Um, if you were to speed date every single Christian woman within three years of your age on either side, like whatever your yeah. parameter, maybe you're like, no, I would only want a girl one year older or two, but like three feels within the ballpark, not 10, even though some people would be okay with that and not eight or not one, uh, the, and you spent five minutes with each of them, it would take you like 314 years. For you to go through all of the just the yeah, Christians that are on the phone. It's impossible. So that person's delusional. The idea that I'm going to be different at 30 than I am at 20. Yeah, you are. And you're going to be different at 40 than you are at 20. And, right. you're, and then you are at 30. And you're right. going to be different at 50 than you are at 40. Yeah. Like if you're waiting for, I just want to know who I'm going to be. Man, that's just not going to be the case. Yeah. You're going to evolve and grow. And you get to do that together in the context yeah. of marriage. Like if people are viewing that as a con, it's 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 kind of a misconception. You know, it's that yeah. you are going to change. That's not really a great reason not to do it. Yeah. 
because the other person's going to change too. So like yep. who you're marrying on the day you get married is going to be a really different person throughout your whole life. Yeah. And it's a matter of if you're going to adapt with that person and change with that person and love them for whoever they are at that time. Um, okay, last thing I think we should address is what about the people out there who like, I love to get married young. Unfortunately, no one's choosing me. Yeah. Well, that, and I think the singleness is second best we need to address. Yeah. Because that's not true. Um, I, if anything, we're just having a conversation about God's gift of marriage. And like I started with, Paul loved singleness. Yeah. If anything, he was like, marriage is second best. If I could choose it my way, First Corinthians 7, I wish everyone was single. And so there's nothing you're waiting for. You're complete in Christ or you can be complete in Christ. Singleness is not second best. And singleness is a unique window opportunity for most people because 80% of people get married by age 35 to leverage for Jesus, to grow as an individual and to grow in your faith in Christ. Uh, to the person who's saying, I really want to get married, but where are those people? Yeah, or no one's choosing me. No one's asking me out on dates. I mean, I think it goes back to. I think it goes back to Maverick, man. Yes. He's out there interviewing. I feel like we're putting Maverick on blast in this podcast, and I feel bad. Okay, we'll back off a little. No, you're fine. I think that get connected to a local church and run around places with people that are going to have hopefully the qualities of the person that you want to meet. I mean, if if the place that you're looking for dates is always at the bar, and that's leading to a lot of really dysfunctional dating relationships. It could be that you need to stop looking at the bar because the person that you're looking for is not going to be there. Um, or you need to stop looking on Tinder because you keep falling for somebody that just has the bio Instagram verse um, and put yourself around and godly church with other godly people and serve and be around them. So, And then pray and ask God to bring a spouse into your life or to help you be content and serve him while you wait. Yeah, I think that's key. Yeah. Let's go. Anything you'd like to say? I gotta, I gotta hurry up and get out of here. I got interviews. I'm <laughs> 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 kidding. Oh, I love it. Just All right, kidding. that's it for us. We'll see you next week on Truth and Love. Peace. <laughs>